Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Takes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Jeremy Brenner has the night off. Another game, another loss, but we are here to break down all things Houston Rockets as we always do after a Houston Rockets game, preseason, regular season, and postseason. Uh, Rockets lose tonight, 131 to 114. Welcome back, Jay Sean Tate. Great to have Jay Tate back tonight in the lineup. He played... 19 minutes off the bench, 5 of 8, 1 of 2 from the three-point line. He had 11 points. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., not one of his better games. Three points, five rebounds. Alperin Shingoon had 20 points, 14 rebounds. Aaron Gordon, for some unknown reason, played 31 minutes tonight. 12 points. 
three rebounds. KPJ, 23 points, six rebounds. Jalen Green, 30 points. Good to see him back at that level, scoring the ball. He was only 8 of 24 from the field. Usman Garuba, four points, four rebounds. KJ, 23 minutes, seven points, five rebounds. Tari Eason, four points in 20 minutes. He was a plus 10 in his 20 minutes, so that's great to see. Again, JT, 11 points in his debut tonight. For the season, he played 19 minutes. Garrison Matthews, four minutes, did not attempt the shot. Uh, the Rockets did give up 49 points to Lori Markinen. 15 of 27 from the field, 16 from the three-point line, eight rebounds. And you know what's so funny, Rockets fans, is at the end of the game, you know, his teammates were force-feeding him to try and get him to 50. Do you know what type of disrespect that is? On, on your opposing, on the on the opponent's home court, you're up by, I think, like 16 or, or 15 or 16 at that point with 40 seconds left, and he's jacking up threes to try and get him to 50. The fact that not one Rocket just elbowed the hell out of him, flagrant foul, I don't care. Shows some heart, Rockets. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Rockets dropped their record to 10-29. and 29, And... For lack of a better term, Rockets fans, same night, different bullshit. It's what it is. And you know what's so funny is you, you start questioning your fandom at this point. You have to. You have to. Because th- this isn't just the, the same old, same old. It can't be. It, it honestly can't be, y'all. You know? Adam, who's in the chat, Sean, Corey, I see you guys listen every night. Jason, thank you for jumping on. Ryan, same thing with you. Like, the team doesn't care. Why do you? Ryan, welcome to the show, my friend. How are Did you? I miss something? I heard you say my name. <clears throat> no, I was just saying that I was getting into the beginning part of the show where you just you ask yourself, like, what, what are we doing here? You know, like, I went to the University of Houston basketball game tonight against SMU. You want to talk about a team that is well-coached, plays their ass off, and is in the running to win a national title? University of Houston. Go watch them play basketball. That's a real team. And that's what's so funny about Tillman Fertitta, because I want to spend some time tonight. He'll never listen to the show. He doesn't care. Does anybody else think about Uh Everything outside of the Rockets, Tillman Fertitta demands excellence. Talk about his casinos. You talk about his restaurants. You talk about, you know, his tenure at the University of Houston as the head of the board. You know, the Fertitta Center is where I was tonight. That's why I was late doing the show. Um, Beautiful building. Great team. You know, his football team, uh, you know, University of Houston football is taking a step back. Not great, but basketball, you know, demands excellent. You go to the Post Oak Hotel here in town, Landry's restaurants, all of the casinos that he owns, all of these different restaurants. Why does he demand excellence from them, but he allows shit <clears> on <throat> a stick with the Rockets? 
I don't get it. Yeah. Um, didn't you, so was it you that asked, I think you asked Adam yesterday. I don't forget who it was. Maybe it wasn't Adam, but you asked somebody, who do we, who do we blame for what's happening with this franchise, dude? Who is the Tillman? Tillman. I blame Tillman. Yeah. I blame Tillman because it starts with him. You own the team. You demand, you have to demand your plan. You know, my role when I'm not podcasting, I'm the senior director of sales and operations for a sports licensing company. When I go into the office every day, Mm -hmm. I lead, I help lead our team with an incredible management staff. You know, I won't name names, but my people, they know who they are. But we lead a team every single day. If I don't like something, I tell my people, hey, I need you to do this differently. And it goes and gets implemented. If I don't, and it sucks, then our team and our customers suffer. This is no different. This is no different. And Sean brings up the question, how did the Jazz get so much more in yeah. return for Rudy and Mitchell than we got for Harden? Are the Rockets now worse or run worse than the Texans? Hmm, Sean, that's a great question. It's almost like, Sean, again, thank you for the incredible question. It's almost like there was somebody who was a part of this show that was questioning Raphael Stone over the last year and a half. And I had people laughing at my takes, making fun of my takes. Anybody remember those times? Because I do. I remember those all the time. And I'm done pulling punches on with people. I'm done playing, you know, oh, yeah, you know, maybe they will get the number one or number two overall pick. Maybe they will. Maybe, yeah, you know, a terrible idea. Maybe we should wait until 2027 or 2025 to be good. Anybody else tired of that? Same old tired ass bullshit is what it is. Well, dude, I was, I was just because, uh, sorry for the language, everybody. It is what it is. I'm fed up. I'm tired. You know, uh, you know, very good pod host, uh, Jackson Gatlin, right? I'm I'm familiar with Jackson, the fan of his work. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he's posting. He was posting, you know, the the Jalen Jalen Green dunk, and I mean it's cool and all, but dude, if those dunks and highlight plays aren't turning into wins, then I'm not interested. That's fair. No, it's a fair. It's a fair it's point. Like, and I've met I've met a lot of these guys, you know, at, at watch parties. Jackson and I've met Ben Dubos. All great guys. Some of them I don't agree with their Twitter. Ah, <laughs> uh, Twitter. Else, if you will, I think that may be a good way to put it. And I'm like, we're not for everybody either. You know, it's fair, but it's all love. All we want is the Rockets to succeed. That's all we want. And people have different views of what that um, looks like. Dude, I don't even know why Harden would, would, would want to come back to this team anyway. I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I you would. know, I, I don't know the answer to that question. And yeah, you know what? Sean makes a, a great point that, you know, Jazz got a ton for their guys. The Rockets didn't. You know, the Rockets traded Harden. And what, however you want to feel about a guy like uh, Jared Allen or Karis LeVert, still better than anything that they have on the roster right now. You know, the fact that they could have traded Eric Gordon well before they have. Dude, and Aladipo didn't even do anything for this team when he was here. Well, it's not even that. They didn't re-sign Kelly Olenek. 
They, um, you know, they, they signed Daniel Tyson, kept him for less than half a year. You know, the, the front office deserves to have, I sent out a tweet. I can't remember if it was yesterday or today. I sent out a tweet that every single, and I see you, Adam, on the speaker request. I'll get to you in, in just a couple of minutes. Um, every single person in this organization, every single person, player, coach, owner, GM, assistant GM, the people who oversee concessions, everybody deserves to have their job title questioned at this point. No one is safe. Not, not one person in this organization would I deem 100% right. safe outside of the following players are the only untouchables on this team right now. Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Tari Eason. Those are my three guys. Everybody else is up for grabs. Every single other person can be had, in my opinion. That includes KPJ. And yes, that includes Jay Sean Tate. It was great to have Jay Tate back tonight. But yeah, why in the hell why in the hell is Eric Gordon starting over Jay Sean Tate tonight? Well, it was Jay Sean Tate's first game back. I'm not I'm not gonna criticize that. What I will criticize is starting Eric Gordon on the second night of a back-to-back and playing him 31 minutes. You know? It's like it's you know what it's like? Yeah. It's like the Rockets continue to get back with their really bitchy of an X. Night after night after night. And we all know it's going terribly. Cut the cord on multiple levels. Fire Silas, trade Eric Gordon. I'll say it every single night, like a broken freaking record. How many more times do we have to see the same nauseating game plan? Mike, hey, that's all- Silas, doesn't work. Exactly. Dude, that's all that needs to be said is fire Silas and trade Gordon, and then you could just end the show. <laughs> I mean, I could. I mean, I could. Any final thoughts before <laughs> I get to Adam, Ryan? Um, You know, dude, it's always a pleasure talking to you about, you know, good or, or bad, dude. <laughs> um, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Of course. All right, let's get to a friend of the show, Adam. Adam, welcome back to the show. Back-to-back nights, my friend. How are you? Doing, doing all right. How are you doing tonight? Oh, good. Oh, spectacular. I got to watch one of my basketball teams, you know, the competent one, play tonight in person, destroying SMU. So that's always fun. Yeah, it's good to have uh, at least one good basketball team. In Houston. University of Houston is balling right now. But this is not a University of Houston basketball podcast as much as I wish it was. Yeah. Uh, but what's going uh, on? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be pretty brief. Uh the Rockets for for Tita, this is basically a cross selling operation. You know, he he just uses the Rockets to embroider post oak hotel on the on the chairs and you know give out hundred dollar Landry's gift cards to fans doing you know timeout. Time, you know, this is just like a, a this is a, a business venture for him to have meetings with important business partners and be able to make himself feel good about himself. But ultimately, he doesn't really care about the Rockets and winning. And and you know what? That's it is what it is. 
what's more disappointing and what I really gleam from like the last five minutes of the game and really at the end of the game are about like players like KPJ, especially they don't care. They don't care about winning. Like the difference between a player like Tyrese Halliburton and KPJ is that Tyrese Halliburton actually gets angry when, when, when they lose games, you know, when they were struggling in Sacramento for the, for those two years that he was there he actually he actually gave a damn. KPJ doesn't care. And the reason he doesn't care is because he's getting paid for at least one year next year. And he's getting he, he's averaging 19 and a half, five and five. And so he's got these empty stats that he can basically, you know, go out to the clubs and tell people that, you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm probably gonna, you know, I'm I'm looking to make an all-star team next year, maybe. And it's just it's all about numbers and and empty just non-existent kind of statistics with, with these guys. And, and I'm, 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 I'm hesitant. Well, here's, I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that on KPJ. I, mean, I think KPJ does care. I think he's one of the guys that actually shows some emotions. I think again, his problem links back Adam. He's not a point guard. He's be, he's being burdened night after night to play a position that he's not born to play. I don't think he's burdened. I think he enjoys it because if he was in a role that he should be in, a, in, a, in that role, he'd be averaging, he'd be lucky to average 10 points a game. The problem with a lot of these players is like Jalen Green, he's got good numbers too. He's averaging. 20. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Neil Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial Series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial Series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. 22, but he he shoots 40% from the field. KPJ shoots 43% from the field. That's terrible in this modern NBA. It's terrible. It just it's absolutely horrible. You're making 4 out of 10 shots and you're the, the leaders of the team. You're the ones that have the highest, you know, usage rates. It's it's just inexcusable. And that Well, I, I think that I think you make a great point. I there this is rock bottom, Adam. This is it. We're there. Welcome to rock bottom because that's what it is. And nothing's going to change right now. There's no indication that this is going to change. 
maybe we'll stop doing shows after every How many? single game. Because what is changing? Nothing is changing. What do you like? At Mike Brown underscore twenty twenty. What do you want to talk about? What do y'all want to talk about? Do you want to get ready for the draft already? Do you want to just do shows night after night? It's the same reiterated bullshit is what this is. I mean, Eric Gordon played too many minutes. Shangun got cooked defensively. I tweeted the Rockets. They tweeted out a picture of the Rockets. Shangun was in his bag tonight. I said, so? You just got killed by, again, at home by Utah. Utah's 19 and 21 coming into this game. They're not good. They're playing for highlights. That's part of it. That's, 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 that's the problem I have with, with like, that, that's the problem I have with, you know, these Jalen Green dunks and all this. Like, so at the, at the end of the game, right, they're cherry picking for baskets to, you know, for garbage baskets so that they can increase their averages. And you see them, you know, score a meaningless basket being down 17 points and, you know, and, 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 you know, KPJ is, you know, acting cocky and confident, you know, like a, a player that actually cared. Would just would be angry at that. No, but he 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 just he just got his average. You know, he's you know maintaining. You know, because people don't look at the Rockets. They don't they don't think about they don't watch these games like we do. So they they pay them you know a mind you know five to six times a year. And so at the end of the year, they'll look at KPJ's averages and they might delude themselves to think that he's a good player. You can't win with him. You can't win with him as your point guard. You can't win with him having twenty five point. 25 minutes a game. You just can't. And that, and that I, I, that's where I am with him. And, well, yeah, I think you make a great point. Again, you're, you're spot on, Adam, with all this. I, there, but there's a, much, there's a much bigger problem here there, that no one's talking about. It, it, starts with the, it starts with the letter C. They have a culture problem. They have no culture. They have no, they have no direction. You know, you've got the, you've got the wife of GM tweeting out during the game, how excited she is about how Ryan Hollins is excited about Margarita Monday or Taco Tuesday or whatever the hell kind of promotion they're running to get people to go to the building because no one wants to go watch this team play. That's it's it's culture. It's a social it's club. All, to them. It's and all culture. This is a, this is a right. social club to the to guys. You know, it's not it's not yeah. it's not a professional sport nope. to them. Nope. Yeah. I'm looking at a tweet right now from Ryan Hollins as of 18 minutes ago. You see something like this every day from Boban Marjanovic hanging out with some kid shooting layups. I'm assuming either before or after the game. You know what I say to that? Honestly, Adam. So I don't care. I don't care what Boban's doing. You know what Boban does for this team? Takes up a roster spot. That should be going to another guy, a young guy that you could get a decent look at at this point. Is Boban good for the culture? Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's fine. Is he a a fan favorite? Yeah. I don't care. You could put Bo Jackson out there for the Rockets if he could get buckets at this point. I'd, he'd be a welcome addition. You know what I mean? You have a, they yeah. have a culture yeah. problem. They don't have a culture. Like their yeah. culture, they, yes. they, and if they do have a culture, they have a, they have twelve cultures. You know, they, they, and if they, if there's any culture that that's predominant, it's a you culture. It's you know, like it's you know, I'm I'm taking this one on one. You know, like there's just you know, like. 
people like to bag on coaches like Rick Carlisle from, you know, years ago that would basically see a one bad play from a young player and bench him. I wish we had a little bit more of that, you know, like when, when, if, if, if a head coach sees just some of this, just selfishness, one-on-one basketball, bench them for, for 15 minutes. I bet you the next time they get in, they're not going to play that same way, but there's, they're not afraid of these players, but it's almost like, I, I can't even I can't even try to assume what what's going on because it's beyond comprehension uh, as to how anybody could allow their you know a coach could want to be represented like that a player would want to be rep- representing themselves like that they I think they know that nobody pays attention nobody cares about them their 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 arena you know the arena is a quarter full if that every game nobody cares about this team. So they don't care, you know? Nope. And and that's what uh, on ESPN 97.5 today I was listening to this morning. Good for John Granato and Lance Zerline, who called the Rockets on their stuff, saying there's no accountability. Silas is soft, which he is. He is. I'm paraphrasing there. I, I don't know if they called him soft specifically. But, you know, there's no accountability. And they talked about it today. They talked about the fact that, what is it with the Rockets that's different for Tillman? That's the big question to me because it's a great point that we've never talked about on this show. And I don't care about – for anybody out there who says, why are you dogging on the Rockets? You're a Rockets podcast. First of all, I ain't employed by the Houston Rockets. Okay? I work for Vox Media. It paid by the download to talk about the Houston Rockets, to talk about what I see from the Houston Rockets. And the Houston Rockets right now are, are a laughing stock. Tillman Fertitta, I would say, is in the worst three owners of the NBA. You have a below average to, I would say, bad GM at this point in Raphael Stone. He's a yes man. He's been with the organization for 20 years. He started off on the legal side, maneuvered his way into the GM role. He is a total yes man for Tillman Fertitta. And you have easily the worst head coach in the NBA, in Steven Silas, who doesn't know how to run a rotation. He's soft. He has no idea what he's doing. Playing certain guys more minutes than others. The fact that, what's his name? What did K.J. Martin play tonight? How many minutes did K.J. Martin play tonight? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. He doesn't Uh, start, and he played 23 minutes. Why is he not getting 30-plus minutes a night? Tonight, he played 23 minutes. He was an even on the plus minus. You have the cheapest owner in the league who will not spend money on this roster. He needs to sell the team and spare himself the embarrassment of being one of the worst owners in the league. And there's nothing that has shown me over the last three years that he is willing to take some responsibility and hire a halfway decent coach to try and get this team back to some sort of relevancy. Did I sum it up, Rockets fans, how I feel about this team? Can I make it any clearer? That's my question to everybody. Embarrassing. It's just bad, Adam. It's, ter- it's terrible. It is. It is. I, I'll, I'll kind of give it, uh, somebody else a chance to come up here. But, you know, the last point on this. So there's a lot of focus on what Wembenyama and all this other stuff. But yep. Scoot Henderson. Yep. But the problem is if we have the same coaching staff, the same management, the same approach – 
I don't care if you had the re, you know, the re, you know, reincarnation of LeBron James. I don't think that that player could actually succeed in this for this team. That's why it's so difficult to really gauge how good Jalen Green is, because there's nothing here that tells us that gives us a, a true gauge as to, you know, is this a superstar? Is this an all star? Is this a like we have no sense. And what what pissed me off the most is if Silas is still here at the end of the year, which he will be, and we know we're going to get the one number one pick, and and basically there's talk about a reset. You know, Silas comes out and is like, you know, I, I look forward to being here next year. I think we have a good chance. Yeah, they're going to mess up Wembenyama or whoever they get. Scoot Henderson, you know, they, I'm, I'm, I just I wouldn't have any any confidence that they could help a transcendent player be a transcendent player. Yeah. I mean, Adam, I I think you're spot on. I think, I think the best thing that you can give this roster, honestly, is a true point guard, which is why Scoot Henderson makes a ton of sense for this team. I mean, a ton of sense. Victor Wenbanyama is the best talent in this, in this draft. I just nothing. And Adam, thank you so much for joining the show, my friend. Um, y'all, it just the more I watch this team, you know, and it started off like like hot dog water tonight. You know, I'm following on my phone while I'm at the U of H game, and you know, I think to myself, and I tweeted it out multiple times. Rock bottom. Hashtag rock bottom. Worst team in the league. They are. They are the worst team in the league. And then I get some semblance of hope in the third quarter where they start to play well. They start to play quick. Shangun starts to do his thing offensively. And then they melt in the fourth quarter. I mean, they just fall up hard in the fourth quarter. And it just, like, you, you start to feel as a fan of this team just defeated. You know? I mean, defeated. I don't know how fans do it. I mean, if, if I didn't have to do the show as often as I do, you know, Jeremy and I, after every game, I wouldn't watch this team. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve to have fans like you guys. And I call, I call guys like Ryan and Sean and Corey and Adam and, and all these guys who listen to this show as often as y'all do. And I know you're watching these games. That there was some sort of, you know, fast-paced, let's get better. Let's do whatever we can do to try and get better. Good for Eric Gordon for calling out his teammates. This team needs more of that. They need more guys holding each other accountable. You know, there was a there was a tweet that I saw, I think it was from either last night's game or a game earlier this week, where Jabari Smith yelled out to take Shangun's, take Shangun out of the game because he missed the defensive assignment. That's what they need. And for the crowd of Shangun played well tonight, 20 and 14. Way to go. You gave up 49. Not him alone, but he's the starting center, and Markinen killed him tonight. John says they're a game worse than last season at this time. Yeah, so not only are they at least not nominally getting better, they're getting worse after you add three first-round picks to this team. 
with that, I think this is a decent place to park the rocket ship. I have got work tomorrow. So thank y'all so much for listening to the show. You guys are amazing. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, we will be back live with you guys on the 8th of January. So that is on Sunday. So we are off for the next couple of nights. If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Follow my co-pilot Jeremy Brenner on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. Uh, if you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. We'll talk with you on Sunday night. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.